From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to Viz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of January 18th, 2012. I'm John Major, and I'll be your host this week, and I'm joined by our Orlando team, Kevin Close, Corey Martin, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, and Max the Intern working the controls. In this segment, Kevin Close is going to have a re-review, a re-review of the Yachtsman Steakhouse at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Take it away, Kevin. I actually have, before I start that, I have an update for uh, what Mr. Obama, President Obama, will be doing. Is this just like you're going to update everybody? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I am. Uh, it's my understanding that extra magic hours just were scheduled to- at the Magic Kingdom that day. Those have been canceled. Correct. They are putting extra magic hours and the fireworks at Disney Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. It's my understanding that President Obama has between 7 a.m. and 3 p.m., to visit the Magic Kingdom, he's also going to be making a speech. The common thought here is that he'll be doing that at the Contemporary Resort. There's also some speculation that the family will stay longer and that by canceling the Magic Hours, they would be drawing people away from the Magic Kingdom so it won't be as crowded. The 3 o'clock parade has also been moved till 3.30. If you're headed to the Magic Kingdom, and I realize we're not giving you much time, but we're reporting this as we hear about it, there will be delays. If you're trying to get to the contemporary and the president is going to the contemporary, I imagine all service to the contemporary will be cut off. If you're going to the Magic Kingdom and the first family is walking through the Magic Kingdom, I imagine there will be delays everywhere you go. So just be patient on Thursday. You might want to consider walking in or going to a different park mm-hmm. that day. Um, so that's the update that we know as at, as of this point. All right. This is oh, by that that was reported by the Orlando Sentinel. That's not rumor. The Sentinel's reporting it. All right, on to the review. We recently had dinner with uh, Kristen, uh, who is one of our listeners, and bid on one of our dining reviews at the Meat in Virginia, I believe. So we uh, went to the Yachtsman, and we had. We love the Yachtsman, so we went in having great hopes and great expectations. Kristen had never been there before. There are eight different appetizers at the Yachtsman. There's uh, there's oysters. There's an assortment of artisanal cheeses, a Caesar salad, lobster bisque, roasted beets, a steakhouse wedge, and a charcuterie board. We started with Kristen had the lobster bisque. I had the shrimp and grits, and John ordered the charcuterie board and the artisanal cheeses for the entire table to share. Everybody seemed to love what they had. The artisanal cheeses were terrific. The charcuterie board was very popular with everybody, all of us at the table. Kristen loved her lobster bisque, and I ordered the new, uh, the new appetizer, the shrimp and grits. It's jumbo prawns, buttery hominy grits, Mangalista pork sausage, mushroom ragu, and Creole butter sauce. All of those things sounded fairly good. This was a $17 appetizer. They brought me out a plate with three prawns on it that had their head and their feet and their whiskers. After I was done cleaning them, I had about 
an inch and a half of shrimp. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where they came out, they actually looked like the Grinch's fingers. They were all like spindly and red and had antennas and eyes and looking at you. I just That's how we used to get our <laughs> shrimp when we lived over in Africa. When you went to the market, they gave it to you, like the whole thing. And by the time you peeled everything off, you hardly had any shrimp. <laughs> See, I'm used to eating crawfish, so that's African, kind of the same, you know, peeling shrimp. a full body and a little, little bit of tail meat. This was, I thought this was wildly overpriced. You got three shrimp. There was a small pile of grits on the plate and and some mushrooms. I This is going to be a common theme through this. I ordered poorly. This is, for my opinion, this is part of that whole pretentiousness thing. You know, you shouldn't have to disassemble your food. It should come pre-prepared. A couple of, about a month or so ago, we had went to the Gatsman uh, with some other folks, and I had their beet appetizer. Read their beet appetizer. It has uh, heirloom baby beets, herbed creme fraiche, almond cocoa soil, crystal lettuce, watermelon radish, and liquefied beet raviolis. Now, okay. first of all, we were absolutely in, enthralled with almond cocoa soil. These were beets, and on the plate there was a thin line of crushed up almonds with cocoa, so it looked like dirt. Like the beets and were the beets out. were laying in the dirt. They've changed the wording. The liquefied beet raviolis were called liquefied beet balls the last time. Spheres, we were, or spheres like balls. Well, when we ate there, when was that? October. October, November. November. I had the the appetizer I had was the um, I was gonna mention. tomato mozzarella. Basically, it was tomato and mozzarella, but they had done it in so many different ways. And one of them was some, had some sort of dust. It sounded like your dirt. And it was like olive oil dust. And then it had this big balloon of mozzarella that looked like a someone's, you know, lung or something on the plate. I mean, it was polyp. It was good. Well, but. when we had these liquefied beet spheres, the server was enthralled with telling us about it, and they were about size of a about dime. the size. Oh, they were a little bit bigger than that. I was going to say they were about the size of a quarter, and it was made with that, you know, chemistry, and you put them in your mouth. And it was this little ball, and when you sort of bit into it, it exploded, and it was beet juice in the middle of it. Oh, wow. I mean, they have yeah. a real young chef there. I think he's real... He's trying some new he's stuff, real, but, yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, there's there this this menu, and some of the food on this menu is so perfect, it's almost like, don't mess with it. Yeah. Well, don't, don't get pretentious on us. I, in my opinion... Avoid the shrimp and grits. It's $17, and it's really not worth it. And everything else was so good. Uh, everything else on the table was terrific. So, again, $17 for a shrimp and grits appetizer. It just... And Kristen, Kristen didn't care for her. She had the soup, and it come, came with like a little crouton cracker with some kind of spread on it. It came with Herbe de Provence biscuit and roe chantilly. What soup does she have? Uh, the lobster bisque. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they mess with it? Mm-hmm. Well, they've put a slice of toast across the top of it. They call it an herbe de Provence biscuit, and it came with roe chantilly. And it was this big dollop. It looked like creme fraiche. It could have been cream cheese. She tasted it and kind of scraped it off the I bread think we and moved had that it aside. We went. I know yeah. I had the lobster bisque. She didn't care for that. Love the lobster. And again, the assortment of cheeses and the charcuterie board. On the charcuterie board, there was smoked duck sausage, wild boar terrine, 
mangalista pork roulettes, chicken pate, sapersada, artisanal cheese, and accoutrement. And it was it was basically sliced deli meat. It was really good. It was really good with their pull-apart rolls and their little sourdough rolls that they serve. Again, there's 10 different entrees. We moved on to entrees. Uh, John had the ribeye, the New York strip. I don't remember what you had. The New York strip. Okay. Kristen was unconvinced whether she should order the scallops or the center cut filet mignon. And John talked to the waiter and server, and the server went over and spoke to the chef, and they combined this for her. She had a filet mignon and a couple of the scallops, so she got to try both. So they were very accommodating. Couldn't say enough nice things about how good they were about making sure that she had exactly what she wanted. I ordered the Beef Wellington Deconstructed. Again, it's a brand uh, brand new entree. It was $45. It was a trio of wild mushroom duckzells, puff pastry, parsnips, potatoes, carrots, and Cabernet wine sauce with some beef. And instead of making this all one thing and covering it with puff pastry, sort of like a beef pot pie kind of a thing, they decided to do the same thing but spread it out into little piles around your plate. Again, I understand that they're trying to be creative. This was not a $45 entree. Mm. I had what looked like little piles of cat food. And Mm. one of the things that everything had a good taste, but one of the the things that people love about things like uh, Beef Beef Wellington Wellington. is that all of the flavors meld. Together. And this wasn't. You kind of had to... I spent a lot of time trying to reconstruct it. <laughs> uh, no, there was no complaints about anybody else's entree, and I don't want to say that this was a bit. This is not a bad review. I had an appetizer that I thought was pretentious and overpriced, and I had an entree that I thought was pretentious and overpriced. There comes a point when the experience of what you're eating has to equal the price. And if you can sit there and sort of tell somebody, and everybody you're taking, like John and Kristen both did, how good the food you're eating is, if you're working at trying to make it better, trying to, you know, I had a pile of shrimp remains that was much larger than what my actual uh, appetizer was. I had a very small portion of food and a huge pile of debris. And they, they, I finally said to the, the server, could you take these away? So, again, I wouldn't. I strongly wouldn't recommend that you try the new entrees and appetizers. Stick with the stuff that's been around for a while. This is a very, very good restaurant. We had some sides, which were always killer. Sides are so good. We had the truffle mac and cheese, which is orichetti pasta and cheese. There's a name here that I don't know how to pronounce. Rapenauer. And then we ordered the roasted cauliflower with ha- hazelnut polonaise, oven-dried grapes, verjus, and hazelnut oil. That sounds I, good. I, I'm sorry. If you like, if this this makes cauliflower appetizing to just about everyone. Kristen had told us she had never had cooked cauliflower, always had it raw, wow, okay. like from a salad bar kind yeah. of thing. And she kind of looked at us and went, okay, this is really good. Maybe I'll start eating cooked cauliflower. And I thought, well... Not everybody has oven-dried grapes and hazelnut polonaise at home to make their cauliflower taste better. But, again, from the service to the atmosphere to the level of quality, the quality level of the food, 
the Yachtsman is a great a great place to have dinner. I would strongly recommend you wait until they've tested out their entrees. I don't imagine either of these, if they're looking for guest feedback, I don't imagine either of these will be around long. My appetizer and my entree were $63. And I didn't care. It was, in my opinion, it was not worth the value. We had dessert before we left. And... We ordered the peanut butter and pretzel chocolate cake, which is salted caramel gelato with a chocolate liquid ganache over peanut butter and chocolate cake. And Kristen had not brought her dad to the dinner. Her dad was home watching her son back at the hotel. So we made sure that dad got a piece of the chocolate cake to take home Mm. so she could share her experience with him. Again, uh, they also had a, John had a press pot of coffee. Good coffee? Awesome coffee. Great, great coffee. I think it was even decaf. It was, it was a press really pot of decaf coffee. Again, this is, it's an expense. It's not a cheap restaurant. But I think if you um, consider the fact that you're going to a steakhouse and you stick with some things that are more tried and true, I think you'll have a better experience. I don't want to ever talk people out of trying something that they haven't tried before. See, you've been there before, so that's why y'all were so open to trying different I was. Things. I yeah. was. I assumed. Oh, I wasn't. John knew what he was going to have before we ever left the yeah. house. I was willing to try something different just to see if it was impressive or not. And in my opinion, both of these failed on a bunch of different levels. But I think this guy is just trying to be... A little frou frouy because he came out yeah, he and was, he came to the table and entered, you know, because and I thanked him for my pretty little tomato and mozzarella thingy. And you know. yeah, because didn't you order something else and it wasn't quite warm enough or it was cold? One of our, one of the sides we ordered came out and it was freezing cold. Well, that's unusual because yeah. usually they come out in those cast iron well, pan- It pots. came out in a little pot, but when we, I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I don't remember now. It was a vegetable came. and it was, uh, it was stone cold. That's odd. So he came over and apologized. You know, I went very nice, but I don't, you know, the rest of the food was good. But then he asked what you thought of your yeah. appetizer and stuff, and he really had, seemed like he he was interested in yeah. what he had to say. I didn't, I, I didn't explain to them that I didn't like this, and I don't want you to think. I mean, I didn't. It wasn't inedible. It just both value. The, yeah, both of the entrees on the table that weren't mine looked better than what I had. We also had a really good sugar-free cake there. Yeah, that was good too. And I don't know if that's on the menu or they had. I know they had ordered it ahead of time, but it was really good. Was it sugar free or no sugar added? Because it's actually different. They have a bunch of no sugar added desserts. Well, this was an entire cake. Oh, then you ordered ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, it was like an entire huge block of cake. They did have a habanero infused flourless chocolate cake with mango compote and lime sorbet. And it says good. this item is produced with no added sugar. Now, it sounds like they had a special dessert yeah, right. made for them. So, again, I don't want to dissuade anybody from going to the Yatsman Steakhouse. The Yatsman is a great location. It's, it's I'm sorry? So it's incredible. It's incredible. I, it's one of my favorites. I just would, as I said, just try the stuff that's tried and true. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Kevin. That'll do it for this segment. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Diz Unplugged. Stay tuned. We have much more for you this week.